The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, with labour shortages affecting so many sectors, could targeting unemployed young people ease the pressure on companies up and down the country? We're joined now by the spokesperson for Youth Work Ireland. Uh, that's Michael O'Loughlin. He's with me. And by the Managing Director of Management Support Services, a member of ISME, John Barry. Uh, you're both very welcome to the programme. Um, let, let's start with you, um, Michael, I think we should talk about the live register and there's a disproportionate number of young people on that live register. Why? Well, there's uh, young people generally are more affected by problems in the economy and the labour market. So we've more or less had in, in recent memory two recessions, you could say the COVID one and, and the, the economic, uh, the financial crash. And in both instances, the numbers shoot up really quickly within like a month or two, you know, young people fall out of jobs. If you're older, you have more connections, you're more, you can even find an alternative. Yeah. You've got those kind of networks, you know, and young people don't have. So they're generally more affected by problems. Now, they're the people who will take a job if it becomes available. The people who fall out of work if a similar job becomes available, they'll fall back in. Yeah, and you get into there's this labour force survey live register thing. We probably don't, don't want to get into that too, too much, but certainly you see. Uh, I mean, the current rate's about four point four point four percent. The latest figures for the general unemployment rate, and for young people, it's ten point four. So it's all, yeah. more than two times the rate. So it's, and that's nearly always the way. Yeah. Now, how many of those are going to be long term unemployed? Because that's the concern that if, as a young person, you're out of a job and you don't get into the world of work that you may find yourself out of the world of work for most of your life. Yeah, and that's why we generally have this preventative approach and the European Union has this youth guarantee idea that you don't allow young people to drift. So it's a different type of problem. There isn't huge amounts of long-term unemployment with young, young people, that is the case, but the overall numbers are higher. And we do have associated problems, which I, I mean, I would say this, but we have the lower social welfare rates, lower minimum wages. So young people aren't always treated very well in the labour market as well, which I you know mm. is a slightly separate But the, the theory issue. is that if you're young, you don't have the financial responsibilities of an older person and really you have to be incentivised to go to work. That's a theory, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm not sure that stands up because, I mean, look, generally the government doesn't get involved in how many kids we have or where we live or what kind of personal life we lead. That's our personal life. We should all be treated equally in the labour market. No, but your social welfare will reflect the number of kids you have. Your social welfare will, but like, for example, in the minimum wage situation, I've heard that argue that, well, you've you've less responsibility. So I think generally... No, but when you say the the state does not reflect on your family size, they do in social welfare. uh, Well, the argument young people doesn't... There's actually an exemption for people who have children in, in, in that particular, in the lower rate of social welfare. The issue is more that people say, well, you live at home, for example. Mm. Now, living at home, an elderly person could live with their with someone okay. else. Yeah. Now, to what extent do you um, analyse that uh, educational deficits uh, are at the heart of some people not getting a job? Oh, without, without a doubt. I mean, I think that, that those, links, it, those links are so well established. ESRI and all the international, ILO, all those people have definitely said that. So the, the, the people who are out there, and I do welcome this, this these kind of calls that we should focus more on young people. It's a good thing, uh, but it will present challenges. Because obviously those people who are left not working are people who, who will have more challenges. They'll probably almost certainly left school earlier. They may lack those kind of interpersonal social skills for the modern services economy. So there's a lot of, there'll be a lot of work to be done with young people. Now we do that kind of work, for example, but it can be difficult to get kind of joined up support and get all the you know, social protection yeah. and ETP see, and see, everyone w- working together. One of the, the horrifying notions would be that you have generational unemployment, that there are kids who grow up in such a dysfunctional family situation where father 
perhaps grandfather never had a job and they just follow down that line and that's a terribly hopeless mm. a vista to be beholding as a young person yeah yeah and again it's why we have this kind of uh, preventative approach but it, it doesn't always work out that way and we we know as Evan, we know the families we know the areas we know the communities where this is is common and then we see unfortunately we see a lot of those young people we see them then in in projects where it could be to do with drugs or it could be getting in trouble with the law mm. and often it's the youth workers then kind of picking up the pieces picking up the pieces it, yeah all right uh, so do you think there is an opportunity given the huge uh, shortage in hospitality, for instance, mm. that there's an opportunity to to target specific cohorts of young people and train them up so yes. that they'll get into uh, that sector uh, and enjoy it. Uh, and more than that, we've been kind of calling for that and trying to get attention for that. And what we got was like during the COVID thing, we had a lot of attention. Fairness, we had ministers not talking about young people. But then the minute the numbers changed, everyone kind of forgets about it. So mm-hmm. I think what we need is this kind of permanent offer. We really need a kind of dedicated strategy. That's and when you know for when times are good and bad, because we tend to forget yeah. about this problem when times are good. And 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 we do see, as you say, the rates are still higher and employers are having problems. Because yeah, I remember when we were doing a lot of outside broadcasts around the country, and you know, uh, Ireland of the welcomes. Well. Uh, a lot of the time it was a very nice, polite Eastern European welcome yes. I was getting in yes. hotels, which is fine. I don't mm. have an issue with that. Um, but clearly, if you've got people coming in who can get work and do it well, and you have a cohort of Irish people who are not trained up to do that work and who could also do that work well, it's a bit frustrating. Yeah, I think it has to be done in, in a proper way. I mean, you have to recognise that you will be de- maybe dealing with people who are a bit further away, who haven't been in the habit of work and come from certain communities. And the supports are, are, are really important. And we think we certainly believe we have a role to play because we have some sort of trust and we have some sort mm. of community linkage and all that kind of thing. But it can be done, but it has to be done in the right way. All right, uh, John Barry, what uh, would you propose? Hi, morning, Pat. I think that the uh, ironically, before the in two thousand and seven, we had the highest rate of employment of young people, uh, but there's been a dramatic change since two thousand and seven, um, and. Uh, but we are now in a situation where we have virtually zero unemployment and we have a, a situation where a lot of our young people are in fact staying on at college and school, etc. We are probably yeah. at, but, again But the, the, the figures though, disproportionate numbers of young people, 10% uh, according to Michael, uh, are unemployed if the average, you know, full employment is about 4% because people are moving in and out of work and so on and so forth. 4% is, is pretty much full employment. In the youth cohort, unemployment is 10%. So there yeah. are people there who, in theory, are available for work because they're in receipt of job seekers. Well, you see, the uh, I think the, the youth you're talking about are people who potentially uh, may not be available for employment. Because uh, you've got to realise, you know, when we're talking about youth, we're talking about people who are still going through further education. And there's a lot of education opportunities there now for people. So they're looking for jobs that marry their, their educational needs. You're also looking at people who are deciding they're going to work for a short period and then go away and travel. Um, no, but these are not on the on the job seekers uh, numbers. You see, we're talking about people who are actually registered uh, to be available for work, not people who are studying, not people who are traveling. These are people who say, I want a job. Well, in theory, they want a job, but they're certainly in receipt of job seekers. Yeah, and, and the employers who we would deal with, um, we find that, you know, as, as was pointed in the article, uh, due to the low unemployment rate, uh, employers will take on anybody provided they can do the work. Uh, but you need to assess those people's skills with the appropriate skills that the employers are looking for. And sometimes they Just don't to, to parse that, you, what you're saying is that there are some people, by your lights, that are unemployable. 
that don't well, have don't have the basic skill set, whether it's education, articulation, uh, you know, being able to read and write, uh, maybe be numerate and so on, uh, deficits in schooling and all the rest of it, that they basically are unemployable. Well, that's why you've got 4.4% unemployment, because it's recognised that you're going down now to people who potentially are not the most employable around, and therefore they are not being employed. Um, And so, yes, there is a difficulty there. There are also Mm. better synergies that could be created between local employments and uh, and local employers, between employment agencies and employers, because there's no real centralised thinking on this. It's very much localised. And, um, you know, there have been experiences where colleges have linked in with local employers and they have been able to develop a stream of people to go into employment. Mm. So we just need to look at that in a more structured way. Uh, it's not a criticism of youngsters. It's, a, it's just a way that things are because of either education okay. right, or background. Uh, Michael, do you want to reply to that? That There are there is a cohort of people who basically, because of a lack of a skill set, which might have been just a basic skill set, which should have been given to them at school, are unemployable. Yeah, well, I think unemployable might be the phrase we'd use. I think there's a skills mismatch that could be the technical skills, qualifications, but increasingly it could be the social skills. We totally accept that. Yeah, the people yeah. are going to need a lot, a bit, a bit of work to deal with that. Uh, just one slightly nerdy statistical point. I mean, the 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 10% figure is from the Labour Force Survey. That's the survey we do uh, every mm-hmm. year on employment. But the live register uh, is lower. So there's 37,000 young people uh, on the Labour Force Survey say they're unemployed, and they must be searching for work. That's the definition: looking for work and willing to take work. That's the Labour Force definition. The live register, where you get your benefit, is 18,000. So there's far less young people on the live register than report in the, in the Labour Force Survey, which is the opposite of the adult population. For the adult population, the Labour Force Survey figure okay. is always lower. And that's a bit boring, but like oh. that's a very important point. Okay, in, in a sentence or two then, Michael, what's to be done? I think we could do a programme for young people, even though the, the numbers are going down, and to do exactly what we've been talking about today, to help young people to match them. I think youth work services like ourselves are doing that work, mm-hmm. but we could do it more support. You've got to join up like social protection, education and training, those kind of things, working together with local community-based services, and that would be a good start. Okay, get a handle on this. Absolutely. That's that's the big thing. Uh, thank you both. Michael O'Loughlin, spokesperson at Youth Work Ireland, and John Barry, Managing Director of Management Support Services and a, measure, uh, a member of... Is- The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk. Is May.